Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning, everybody. We are ready to go. Are you ready to go? We've been going for an hour already. we got another hour to go before Bruce hops on a flight to Europe. Zach Stevens from DNVR is going to be filling in tomorrow if you want to watch us. You could do so on Twitter. You could do so on MileHighSports.com. You can also reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, thinking about lunch, got a great suggestion for you. Go to Smoking Dave's Barbecue and Brew. Uh, it, it's not just the best barbecue in Denver, and everybody has their favorite. I get it. Just take, take my word for it. It's not just the best barbecue in Denver. It's one of the best restaurants, period, in Denver. Dave, the owner, I was a restaurateur before that. A lot of stuff that he had from his previous restaurants, he put on his menu. It is the best chicken marsala in the entire city, and you're thinking, why in the world would I go to a barbecue place? to get chicken marsala that is the place to go their ribs are fantastic because they smoke all their meats they have smoked meatloaf which is ridiculous it's with a um it's like a balsamic Mm. cream Mm. glaze with mushrooms it's fantastic uh they have desserts that you could just show up and just get dessert there sides unbelievable uh personally my favorite is the smoked corned beef reuben which is great they have a smoked wild salmon Reuben. Ugh. It's just so many good things on the menu. Go check them out for lunch or for dinner. You can find Smoking Dave's Barbecue and Brew in Denver. You take uh, 25. You don't take I-25 to exit 225, and then you go six miles west to the tree, uh, the tree farm. What you do is you go from 25 to 36, okay? And then you get off at Pecos, and Smoking Dave's oh, is right there. That's simple. Yes, it is. And you're not going to the tree farm. That jingle, you just can't get out of your head. No, you can't, which is pretty good marketing. It is. My wife would tell me. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. Here's some of the highlights from uh, Cut Down Day. Malik Reed traded to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Brett Rippon is the starting quarterback. Brandon Johnson waived, got an injury settlement. They do want to bring him back. Uh, Michael Ojemudier and uh, Greg Dulcich, they go on uh, short-term IR, or they will be. Uh, Mike Purcell and Eric Tomlinson did the Broncos a favor. Uh, they are no longer on the team as of right now, but they will be later today. Um, any surprises to you? And uh, what the, sticks out to you? The biggest one for me is that Cam Fleming made this team, and what does it mean vis-a-vis Billy Turner and his readiness for week one? We continue to get hopeful, hopeful phrases and terms from uh, the Broncos' brain trust. Well, we think, yeah, yeah, you know. But it, it kind of starts to sound like a little hemming and hawing, so I was surprised that Cam Fleming made the roster, but I think that that's kind of a default or a something to fall back on if indeed Billy Turner isn't ready to go. And they've got to have Calvin Anderson out there at right tackle for week one, and you got to have someone to back him up. So that, to me, was interesting. I did think the Kendall Hinton um, exclusion was interesting. 
didn't blow me away based on what we've seen in the wide receiver room. Based on what we've seen, okay, fine. Had no problem with it. But this is the guy that's been around and has played a part in the last couple of years. But times change. Teams say this all the time. We've got to win in three phases. But sometimes it feels like a punchline. That's what a team sounds like, too, by the way. We've got to win in three phases. And while that is true, technically it is true, it feels like the special teams is overlooked. Not with this this team. team. Nope. Nope. Because two roster spots were taken up by guys who specifically are special teams players and really good special teams players. Tyree Cleveland made the roster as a wide receiver. He wasn't on the field during the preseason. On the field at all. Right. But Dwayne Stukes said he wanted him on the team for special teams. He made the team. The Broncos trade Malik Reed to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And instead of keeping Malik Reed, they saved a little bit of money, not a ton of money. They decided to go with Aaron Patrick at outside linebacker. Can anybody tell me anything that Aaron Patrick has done at outside linebacker over the Mm -mm. course of his career? No. Right. That's a special teams move. That's right. Dwayne Stukes certainly has a voice in the room. Now we know special teams is a priority. Going back to the wide receiver room, they certainly put a lot of emphasis on speed Mm. with Jalen Virgil. Washington and Hamler, and that is a perfect combination. Speed, guys who can blow the top off a defense with the way Russell Wilson likes to throw the deep ball. You can make the case that the Broncos want to be more exciting on offense. They want more big plays because that's what they did with their roster at those skill positions. How many do they need to score a game? Give me a number. Is 24 your number? They've averaged 19, 20. They've kind of just, they've been Bad to awful offensively for five, six years now. I mean, is a modest goal to average 24, 25 points a game? Right. Because I think they win games if they get to that level. I am not suggesting one bit that KJ Hamler is the next Tyreek Hill. I am not suggesting that Washington is the next Tyreek Hill. I am not suggesting that Virgil is the next Tyreek Hill. But as far as speed goes, it's comparable. So take Hamler, stick him in the slot, and then put Washington on a go route. What do you do if you're a defense? You've got some issues, don't you? Because you've still got Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy to deal with. And oh, by the way, in the preseason, see, we could talk about it now. We can't talk about during training camp. We can't talk about formations. We don't want to give anything away. Of course not. But what did we see in the preseason? Five wide receiver sure. sets. They've got sets with five. Yeah, that's They've my point. They've got sets with two tight ends. That's my point. Sure. But, but you stick Sutton, Judy, Hamler, Washington, and Virgil out there. How do you guard that if your offense is clicking and your blocking is good enough? I'm, that's what I'm more concerned about right, right. there. Right. As long as you keep Russell Wilson upright, it makes things really interesting, well, especially with the way that he likes to throw the ball down the field. Listen, you're ta- listen. at the end of the day, if you're putting five wide receivers on the field, you have to account for them if you are a defense. That just means less pass rushers. You're still going to have your five offensive linemen. So instead of having to go up against six-man fronts, and then you're going to probably have two safeties as a defense, seven of those positions are accounted for. Yes. You're only rushing four against five guys. 
So you better be able to block in that case. Well, it's a numbers game. Sure. It's a numbers game, right? That's the NFL. Win the numbers game. Get more hats in one place than they've got. I want to go back briefly to the Malik Reed trade. Okay. Because I think George Payton is starting to build equity around the league. Not because he's a great talent evaluator, which he is. I think he's an excellent talent evaluator from what we have seen. He always seems to make the right move. He will make mistakes. I get that. He traded Von Miller to the Rams. And it was a pretty good haul for the Broncos in return for what they got. The Broncos were not going to win a Super Bowl last year. They traded Von to a contender. And then George Payton said yesterday he traded Malik Reed to where he wanted to go. Granted, if he got a better offer from someplace else, he might have taken it. You really can't blame him. But if Malik Reed said to him, I want to go home to Pittsburgh, which allegedly he did. Yeah. What does it say about a free agent class that's coming in where you know that the GM is going to do right by you? or at least make that effort. You want to play for a guy like that, don't you? It's more. It's even more overarching than that. You bring up a tremendous point. Thank you. At, but, Mark that down. But beyond point, that. 8-12 on the 31st of August. It only took three weeks, two and a half weeks for me to bring up a tremendous point. Well, I mean, subject to change next time you open your mouth. But we will say this. You know what? You were doing really well. it's funny, you paid me a compliment, then you hit me in the back of the head with a cast iron skillet. Well, that's because you had to, that's because you had to shine the compliment. Well, I mean, it's like, I mean, please, okay, I give you the compliment, then you need to shine the compliment? You know what? Let's just move on, for goodness sake. I will will speak your language for where you're going. And I apologize if I'm insulting anybody, but I'll say this. Your compliments to me are as rare as a dentist in the U.K., Wow. I need to. I, I, well, I'm going to the UK. That's why I said it. Do you think so, that was an accident? Uh, I know you're going to Wales. I'll have to think about now, that. Now, I don't think my, my wife Mandy would be thrilled at me saying that. Well, maybe she's not listening. Let's hope not. Okay. But here's the overarching Pretty good line, though. Isn't point. It? There you go. Rare as a British dentist. When, I, o- when the, I was in London real quick, yeah. I, I was with a buddy, and uh, we took a picture of a sign that said dentist office. Just to prove there was one? Yes. It's the first time I ever heard that joke, by the way. Did you like it? I liked it. Thank you. Very good. The overarching thing here is that the culture that George Payton has started to build is being enhanced and, and expanded by ownership, by now a big-time Hall of Fame quarterback. Yep. All of these things are now starting to come together. We're looking at it in terms of the narrow focus of George Payton as a leader right now. And you're right. The move that he made with Vaughn Miller last year was a win-win, but it also put Vaughn in a place where he could go and win another championship. Now you've got Malik Reed, a move that was made to essentially pat the guy on the back and make the move and get him to Pittsburgh. Those are all really good things not only from the culture within the within that clubhouse, but now you got all of this leadership going on and these people coming in. I think Denver's a great place to be right now, not just because we live here. And because the owners can write a check for well, anything. You're darn right, and that's huge, too. Anything. Coming up after the break, Super Bowl winner Todd Davis joins us every Wednesday on the show. 
if I'm not mistaken, today is Wednesday. We'll ask him about the roster moves and specifically special teams. Has he ever been on a team where on cutdown day, special teams was a major priority? That's next. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale loan to the public, go to rmfp.com in the meantime. I want to tell you about my guy and my friend, Eric Cook, at Farmers Insurance. He has been doing my insurance for a very long time. My auto, my home, my health insurance as well. He is one-stop shopping, and he is really as good as it gets. What do I mean by that? Uh, for starters, he is very quick to return phone calls and emails. I love that. A lot, of, a lot of people, it's like the next day, two days later, they don't treat you like they are. you are their only client. I love the fact that he does that with me, and I know he does that with everybody else. Also, he checks in with you every year about your policy. He doesn't just let it roll over so we can keep collecting a commission check. Things change in your life, and sometimes you forget about it. He checks in with you. He puts your insurance into autopilot in which he takes care of it for you to make sure you have the coverage that you need. You're not going to do any better than Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance. His staff at the Cook Insurance Group has over 70 years of experience. Call them today just to get a quote. Chances are he could probably beat it. If he can't, he'll say, you know what? Stick with what you have. He's honest as well. 303-790-8089. 303-790-8089. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance. The Cook Insurance Group, focused on people, not policies. Call today. At 303-790-8089. That's 303-790-8089. All right, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in Todd Davis, Super Bowl winner with the Denver Broncos. His segment is brought to you by the Davis Fund. How are you, Todd? Doing great. How are you? Uh, good. In all your years in the NFL, can you remember on cutdown day when the roster goes to 53 that any of the teams you played with put a heavy emphasis on special teams, and this is what I mean. Tyree Cleveland was not on the field during training camp, certainly not in the preseason games. He made the team because special teams coordinator Dwayne Stuke said, Cleveland's important. They also traded Malik Reed, obviously to save money, but in his spot, there is Aaron Patrick. I can't remember one thing Aaron Patrick has ever done as an outside linebacker, but Dwayne Stukes wanted him on special teams. Can you remember in all the years that you played where special teams was such a high priority? Uh, well, yeah, definitely. I feel like uh, special teams over the years have been coming more and more important. No, I'm uh, saying you when know, you played. When you played, can you remember roster cuts being made to specifically address special teams, making the case you are sacrificing offense and defense for special teams? Absolutely. We had tons of guys that were primarily special teams players that didn't play a snap on defense and didn't necessarily deserve to be 
the number one backup, but was so great on special teams that they made um, roster spots for him. And I feel like that's really what's happened my whole career. I may have even been one of those guys early on in my career where when you know, I started on defense and didn't necessarily deserve to be a number two, but I worked my butt off on special teams, so that helped me make the team. I definitely feel that, you know, had it in the trend even back when I was. Todd, give me a pulse check right now. Just, uh, just give me a view from, you know, 10,000 feet on what the Broncos look like to you from readiness to compete uh, in week one to um, just the, the people that are now involved in this franchise. Give me a, give me a view from 10,000 feet for what you see when you look at the Denver Broncos. You know, what I see right now is a team with a bright future, for sure, and an organization with a bright future. I think, you know, George Payton has put together um, a really good roster. Um, you know, uh, young guys and old guys are veterans that know how to play the game and can lead the team, but also young guys who have a lot of energy and are phenomenal players like Pat Patan. Um, I think that he's done a great job putting the roster together and also the organization. Uh, the Pender Walton Group is going to do a great job um, bringing new things um, to Denver and really wanting to make big splashes. Uh, you know, in the community, you know, I feel like it'll be a, this is the greatest time um, to be a Bronco, especially if you have a contract or something coming up. Uh, you definitely want to be a Bronco right now uh, because they want to make some big moves, some big splashes, um, and do great things for the team and the community. We are talking with Todd Davis, Super Bowl winner. His segment is brought to you by the Davis Fund. Uh, certainly by looking at the roster cuts at the wide receiver position, uh, George Payton and Nathaniel Hackett put a heavy emphasis on speed. There were other guys they could have taken, like a Kendall Hinton, but he was released, or he was waived, I should say. So, speed guys, Hamler, Washington, and Jalen Virgil. You're a middle linebacker, and there's a five-wide receiver set that we did see during the preseason, so you know the Broncos are going to run that. How do you defend Sutton Judy and then all that speed with Hamler, Washington, and Virgil when they're all on the field at the same time? You know that's a tough that's a tough task for a defensive coordinator. Um, I think you you double uh, Cortland, um, and I think you hold on for the best. I feel like everybody else is kind of on island, and you hope that your D line does its best uh, to get after the quarterback because you know nobody has you know five great DBs that can lock down you know those five guys. It's it's just not on in your roster in the NFL. So um, you may put a, put a blitz together, try to shut down one half the field, and then pray for the best. Todd, the other night, Mike Boone ran the ball extremely well. He had good blocking in front of him. We started to see the uh, the run game uh, produce for the first time. We haven't seen the ones run this thing yet, but I think that we have a sense that this team is going to run the ball. If this team can do what they want to do in the running game, how dangerous all of a sudden is this offense, maybe to the point where we haven't seen something like this for a while? I'm not saying like Peyton in year two or year three, uh, you know, back in the day, but I'm talking about for what we've seen in the last seven, eight years, this could be kind of otherworldly, can't it? Absolutely. I feel like it could be a dominant performance if they are able to run the ball successfully. Um, you know, you have a great stable of running backs and Melvin Gordon, uh, Javante Williams, and Mike Boone now. I feel like if they're able to run successfully with the, with them, 
it opens up Russell Wilson's passing game to a whole other level. All the play action and boots they like to do to get him out of the pocket and be able to see the whole field. Um, you know, now that you have to load the box versus the run, you're going to have people like uh, Jerry Judy, uh, KJ, and Corbett one on one, you know, for some really deep routes because now you have Ian in the box trying to stop the run. I think the uh, uh, for success for the Denver Broncos. So if they're able to run the ball well, they should be very dominant on offense. I want to bring back a conversation we had right around the time Russell Wilson was acquired by the Broncos. And one reason I love having you on, besides your knowledge of the game, but your candor as well. I said to you, with the addition of Russell Wilson, are the Broncos a Super Bowl contender? And you said no. You said, I believe they're a playoff contender, but I don't believe they are a Super Bowl contender. Now that we are two weeks away from the start of the season, less than two weeks away from the start of the season, and the roster is set, and you've been out to training camp, you've seen preseason games, you see what Hackett is like as a head coach, so on and so forth. Has your mind changed? No, not at all. I still think that they are a playoff contender, but not necessarily a, not necessarily a football contender just yet. You know, I was here for um, – couple years with Peyton Manning, and it took time for us to win that Super Bowl. It took losing in the Super Bowl. It took losing in the first round as the number one seed. Um, and then ultimately, we, we won the Super Bowl. But it just takes time. And you have a lot of young guys that are successful players but haven't been successful as a team and don't necessarily know how to win the championship together. There's a formula to it. Um, there's something that's learned over time. So I think in the next, you know, three, two to three years, there'll be Super Bowl contenders for sure. But this year, I think playoffs is a great mark for the Chicago Tell us about the Davis Fund. You know, today I wanted to actually talk about something different. Yeah, what do you want to talk about? As a friend of mine, Chet Kopik, longtime sportscaster out of Chicago, used to say, it's your dime, it's your dance floor. <laughs> so in honor of my friend Chet Kopik, Todd, it's your dime, it's your dance floor. Go. Okay, perfect. Uh, so, you know, I tapped the Davis Fund, which is – I'm a real estate development firm that I started last year, but also this year I'm starting a new venture called Mindful Mills, and it's going to be elevated uh, meal prep food. Oh. Um, and we're going to open up our shop here in September. Uh, you can check us out on Mindful Mills 1 on Instagram, um, but also we're going to have another side of it called Hopeful Meals, which are going to be meals that are proven to help fight uh, cancer, Alzheimer's, and heart disease. Um, so we'll have different packages like... Uh, you know, if you buy 10 mindful meals, you give uh, hopeful meals to somebody struggling with cancer, Alzheimer's, or heart disease. Um, I'm really passionate about this. Uh, we should be gearing up to start here in September, so it would be fun. What was the inspiration behind this? Um, you know, I've always, you know, I'm a foodie, so I guess I've always loved food. And I have a couple of friends that are chefs. Um, you know, I actually have a friend, um, George Placeridis, who moved from California to Colorado to help take care of his um, sick father-in-law who was dying of cancer. So he had to do a lot of research on, you know, cancer preventative uh, foods and things that could help him. Um, so, you know, we, we decided to partner together to really, um, you know, bring some great food to the city of Denver. By the way, just as a suggestion, not to tell you how to run your nonprofit, but there is a similar nonprofit out there called Project Angel Heart. It's here in Denver. And they do a similar thing that you guys are doing. So maybe you might want to talk to them. I'm not necessarily saying partner, but just, just to get some ideas to strengthen your organization. They, they do meals for 
cancer patients as well, but you have expanded it out beyond cancer. So, you know, that's awesome what you're yeah, doing. It is. How do people contribute? How do they get involved in Mindful Mills? So right now, as you can check out on Mindful Mills 1 on Instagram, um, the website is coming very soon. It should be ready in the next week. So next time we talk, um, I'll have the website link and bio. It sounds like in the it sounds like in the background, one of your children is 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 hoping to get a hopeful meal. <laughs> For sure, he's trying to get get a part of this thing too. Tell you what, Todd, love your view of the world and your place in it. Congratulations, my man. Thank you very much. Have a great day. All right, see you, Todd. All right, uh, coming up after the break, John Gruden talked to the media yesterday. And boy, was he apologetic mm. for all the things that he wrote in emails. But are you buying it? Would you give him a second chance? Mm. Also, I, I love really cool stats. I just do. I don't necessarily look at them and say these are true and I buy into it. But I just saw something that is absolutely stunning. Okay. I mean, it's really super cool. And I'll tell you what that stat is next. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive, Goodman and Hurdle. Watch us, milehighsports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. We're looking for wholesale lumber to the public. Go to rmfp.com. Told you about a very cool stat that I saw. August 29th, 2001. Serena Williams won the U.S. Open. Albert Pujols hit a home run. Vlad Guerrero Sr., Craig Biggio, Dante Bichette all had a hit. August 29th, 2022. 21 years later, Serena wins the U.S. Open. Wins at the U.S. Open, I should say. Didn't win it. Opening round. Wins at the U.S. Open. Albert Pujols hits a home run. Vlad Guerrero Jr. gets a hit. Biggio's son gets a hit. Dante Bichette's son, Bo, gets a hit. Pretty cool, isn't it? That's unbelievable. Those are the things that you just love. Right. Just to see, and it just makes you feel like, oh, okay, that's really cool. What's, Plain and simple. What is more cool of that? And I don't even know if we're going to get into the Gruden thing because I, I kind of rather talk about this. All right. What is more cool? Serena winning at the U.S. Open 21 years later, Pujols hitting a home run 21 years later, or the Suns, all three of these major league players getting a hit? I like if all three pick, of the Suns. So do I. I like all three of the Suns. The, fact the that fathers, even- the Suns, baseball, the way that it's tied together, the lineage of the game, passing it from father to son, it doesn't get any better than that, does it? Really? Come on. The fact that they're even in the majors is unbelievable. No question. But to get a hit is crazy. All right, time now for – did you want to say something, Alex? Oh, they they all play for the Blue Jays, too, all three of those guys. Yeah. Guerrero, yeah, exactly. Bichette, and um, – right. 
And Bijou. Uh, Bijou. Bijou. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Time now for what's trending. What's trending is brought to you by Pinnacle Builders, the best in home remodeling. Go to PinnacleDen.com. Uh, yesterday, John Gruden addressed the email controversy that cost him his job, sent an email, was corresponding with uh, Bruce Allen, the then uh, commander's executive in those emails, racist comments, anti-gay comments, misog- misogynistic comments. Um, first came to light last October 8th, so nearly a year ago. Three days later, he resigned. This is what Gruden said yesterday. I'm ashamed about what has come about in these emails. I make no excuses. Shameful, but I'm a good person. I believe that. I go to church. been married for 31 years. We've got three great boys. Still love football. I've made some mistakes. But I don't think anybody here has not made right. mistakes. I just ask for forgiveness, and hopefully I get another shot. I think all of us believe in redemption. I think so. But that doesn't equal a second chance. Oh. Does it? I don't think so. No, I don't know. I'm asking you. I do find it interesting that John Gruden is the only casualty to this point about the wide range of issues that have been hammered at the Washington commanders. Yeah. He's the one. I don't want to use the term sacrificial lamb because that indicates that nothing may come of it. Yeah. That maybe that's it. They threw him out there. Yeah. But, mm, I do find it interesting that we still haven't all what two years later. So, so do you, so let me ask you, so do you believe in redemption where he should get a second shot? I believe in redemption. I'm not sure that it equals a second shot because here's the, well, that is redemption. Well, is it, is. is it total redemption or is it redemption on your deathbed that you have learned from your mistakes? Words are different than actions. You can say, John, I'm, I'm sure you've changed and I forgive you. That's neat. Those are nice words. Mm-hmm. But the proof is, do you believe in him enough where you say you get a second chance? But, you can't have it both ways. Well, it can't just the be thing words, about re- But you. the thing about redemption for John Gruden is you've got to answer the question first. Is he worth, just as a football coach, taking a chance on? I- I'm not sure that that's a slam dunk. Listen, Urban Meyer, who didn't do all this, He's working at Fox. He's been redeemed, right? To In some theory. degree, I guess. There, there are right? lots of guys yeah. who get lots of guys who get second chances. Okay, I mean, I don't know why you're putting it in, in this type of language. Well, is he good enough to be a coach? He's good enough to be a coach. He's good enough to be a quarterback's coach. Sure. So, would you hire him to be your quarterback's coach? No. So then, then you don't forgive him? No. There we go. I'm going to put it in, in this way. And you and I have everything in common with what I'm about to say, except for one thing. What he wrote was racist. I'm not black. Right. I've always believed, you know, know the whole controversy about Native Americans and should the Indians become <clears throat> another name? Should the Chiefs become another name? White guys like me should not even be chiming in on no. this because I'm not Native American. We don't have that experience. But 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 the problem is people do. You don't know what it's like to be Native American. You don't know the racism that Native Americans have faced. So, so just shut the hell up. I'm not going to comment on his racist email because I'm not black. I'm not going to comment or hold a grudge, in theory, because he wrote something anti-gay. Because I'm not gay. I'm not going to comment essentially on his misogynistic language because I'm not a woman. But if he said something anti-Semitic, I would do everything I could to make sure he never works again. 
And that's where you and I are different. I'm Jewish. If he said something that was anti-Semitic, I don't ever want him in the league again. There is absolutely no forgiveness. Don't tell me that you went to the anti-defamation league and you sat in a seminar and suddenly you feel differently. No, at your age, that's kind of who you are. Don't tell me you now understand the plight of persecution for Jewish people now that you are in your 50s and 60s. If you didn't know that already, I'm sorry, I got no use for you. So I should not be commenting on racist, anti-gay, and misogynistic. I can have an opinion, I suppose. Sure. But it doesn't mean anything because I'm a white guy. Yeah, I think that's right. We don't have the commonality of experience with those people to make the to make comments. But no, I to me he's done enough to stay out of the game. And now there are other things going on as a part of this. You know what's interesting? You know what's interesting? What is that? A lot of people want to keep him out of the league, and he will. He might be blackballed. Might be. Yeah, but Deshaun Watson is still going to play. What's worse? Both are bad, but what's worse? Yeah. There's words, and then there are actions. Yeah. You know. the, the actions, to me, are always is worse. Is former Bills words. punter Matt Ariza ever going to play again? He might. Shouldn't. Well, if he was a quarterback, he well, would. Well, I mean. If, if, he's a, if he was a quarterback, yeah. he would. No. But he's a punter. And I don't care if his nickname is Punt God. He plays the position of punter. But if he was a quarterback, I mean, not to go down this rabbit hole, both are awful. What's worse? What Ariza did or what Deshaun Watson did? What Ariza is accused of. Right, what he's accused of. Is is horrific. Both are horrific. Well, both are horrific. So if we're going to get it, but if we're going to get into degrees of it, I guess. Yep. So. Yeah. All right, what do we have coming up on Just In Case You Missed It? HBO is making a documentary on this fraudulent high school, and this former CU Buff standout has a new team and likely a new role. We'll tell you who it is next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman and Hurdle. Watch us, mileisports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, Go to rmfp.com. Bruce, after the show, you're packing up. You're getting ready to go to Europe. The most important question I have for you is what are you bringing back for Alex and Zach? I will have to figure that out. Something unique. Are you going to bring some back? I will. Are you playing radio here? No, I will bring something back. Let let, let me me work on that. Let me work on that. Looking out for us. I like it. Yeah, I do like that. Okay, we'll figure something out. Are you guys soccer dudes? Uh, I like soccer. Okay, I good. Enjoy there soccer. you go. Well, that gives me a little bit of a, of a head start. I'll give you something else. I don't want anything. But for those guys, like, you're going to go into more than a few pubs, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So would you guys like, I'm already basically telling you what to do for them. Maybe in one of the pubs you go into, 
there's a shot glass with the name, logo, moniker of the place yeah. that you're in. It has Is to be something, something you yeah. like. It would have to be something that I can pack Definitely. in a backpack because that's what I'm taking. That's a backpack. nice little gift. Yeah. Okay. Right. And chances are they'll Good. give it to you anyway. You don't have to pay for sure. it. Sure. I know you're cheap. Time now for the final <laughs> word. The final word. Presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. Just in case you missed it, HBO is making a documentary on the fake high school Bishop Sycamore. It's titled BS High. Uh, remember, this is the high school <laughs> that last year drew a lot of notoriety after losing to IMG Academy 58-0 on ESPN. The school claimed it had multiple Division One prospects. When it didn't, they played two games in three days and were never, ever affiliated with the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Is this HBO doc something that would pique your interest? I, I guess, because I still haven't been able to figure all of this out. What in the world are you going to spend an hour on? Giving, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure what it is, but it's worth it. But the you're title a TV alone. Guy. You're a TV guy. The title you can't alone. You figure out how to produce this? The title. Yeah, yeah, I would like to know how to produce this. You, this. I'll tell you how you produce oh, it. Oh, good. Here we go. The backstory on how they lied yeah. to get themselves on national television. Yeah. What is the backstory? What was said? Who said what? I hope it's interesting it, because that in and of itself it doesn't is. sound that interesting to me. You know what? But the title... BS high, I'm all for. The, the, the main point of the story is, what was the con? How did they con themselves onto it? And what was the school really like before this even Yeah, happened? really. So what's the background of the school? And then how did they con ESPN executives to get on? To me, that'd be fascinating. All right. Just in case you missed it, former CU Buffs standout LaVisca Chenault, or as Mace would say, Cheneau, was was traded from Jacksonville to the Carolina Panthers, giving Baker Mayfield a new playmaking weapon. Sounds like Carolina wants to use uh, Chenault to be their weapon of the wide back, like Debo Samuel is to the 49ers or Cordero Patterson is to the Falcons. Do you think Chenault can become that type of weapon? Yeah, I think LaVisca Chanel to me is kind of a prototypical what they used to call in the day a flanker. A guy that can run patterns, be very good in the receiving game, but can give you a little bit of a push in the run game as well. I do like LaVisca Chanel. I like Baker Mayfield being the starting guy there and hosting the Cleveland Browns in Charlotte for opening night where he has already said, I'm going to blanking shred them. I'm all about it. Bring me LaVisca Chenault into it. It's just one thing more to pay attention to and be excited about. Oh, you root for the local guys. You want to no see him? No question. Do- How about Nate Landman making the uh, Atlanta Falcons roster? High five, man. Good stuff. Run. He was a really good college player. No, and one of their Great really... Story. They've had good... How have CU been so bad defensively when they've had... Good defensive players. They've got guys in the league that that have played corner and landman at linebacker, but defensively they have, in a word, sucked. Yeah, a lot of guys in the secondary yes. now in the NFL. Right. It's weird. Hard to figure. 
All right, uh, last one before we get out of here. Going back to Saturday's Nebraska-Northwestern game, before Nebraska attempted that onside kick up double digits midway through the third quarter, uh, the Cornhuskers had an 88% in-game win probability. This was the seventh time Nebraska lost a game under Scott Frost when it had an, uh, an 80% chance or higher to win the game at some point. And the fourth time this has happened in the last nine games, how much of the coaching of Scott Frost has contributed to the ongoing demise of Nebraska football? I don't know why Scott Frost has a job. I don't think you're the first one to ask that question seriously. I mean, I, I, I really don't. I don't have the faintest notion how Scott Frost is still drawing a page. Well, he could draw a paycheck just because if they want to get him out of there. But no, I, I, that, 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 that ship has sailed, for goodness sake. Well, it's funny. In, it's in on the, Nebraska. In, in this part of the country, Colorado, anything that happens badly to Nebraska, yeah. Colorado fans celebrate. But you might want to sweep your own doorstep, yeah. Knowing that the over/under on wins this year is two and a half, and two winning seasons in sixteen years. Yeah. You talk about how the mighty have fallen. You can look both in Lincoln, Nebraska, and Boulder, Colorado. All right, that's going to do it for us. That was Argonaut Wine and Liquor. Just in case you missed it, all domestic wine sales are fifteen percent off on seven hundred and fifty milliliter bottles. It is a Labor Day special coming up. Also. High Noon 12-packs, $21.99 with an instant scan coupon. High Noon 8-packs on sale with an instant scan coupon. Don't forget, Argonaut delivers to the entire Denver metro area. All deliveries over 100 bucks are free. If you're planning a party on Labor Day and you want to have some beer, wine, or spirits, you need to go with Argonaut Wine and Liquor. See why Westward voted them the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Check them out on Colfax or go to ArgonautLiquor.com. That's going to do it for us. Zach, fantastic job today pushing all the right buttons on milehighsports.com. Same with you, Alex, as always. Bruce, safe travels Thanks, overseas. Have a wonderful time. Zach Stevens from DNVR will be joining me tomorrow in studio. Make it the best possible day you can. You know